there, cats and kittens. Welcome to Bold Nights Out, the premier podcast about things to do in and around Pittsburgh. Get the scoop on where to eat, drink, and get seen. Stay tuned. Hey, cats and kittens. We are back. We're podcasting. We're talking some beer. We're talking some fun things to do in Pittsburgh. What's going on? Hi. Hi. Not much is going on, other than... He looks like he just woke up, like I woke up to say, good morning! He just gave me this look like, what's going on? <laughs> she uh, woke me up this the other morning, like, literally, you opened a bottle of Mountain Dew, and I was, like, dead asleep. You opened a bottle, waved it in front of my nose, and I'm like, hey, hi, how are you? <laughs> that is a true story. If you ever want to wake up your significant other in a flurry... Just wave whatever their morning beverages beneath their nose, like coffee, Mountain Dew. Yours just happens to be Mountain Dew. Um, just wave that right below their nose and watch them, like, catapult out of bed. I never saw your eyes, like, open so crystal and clear before in my life. Uh, Well, my son's done it to me once or twice. So he used to grab the can of Mountain Dew and come right next to my head, pop it open like that. And I'm, like, coming up gunning at him. Yeah, no, if you didn't gun at me, you kind of just, like, waved the cap underneath your nose. I fully expected you to swat at the bottle and then my whole side of the bed be covered in Mountain Dew. I was waiting for that. So that's why I was kind of trying to do the cap of it. Yeah. But anyways, so what's going on this week at uh, Bold? My Uh, goodness, we published a lot. So let me tell you. We did publish a lot. My phone didn't shut off at all this week. We did a a lot on um, the website. So check out... Uh, pieces about the Warren, which we talked about last week here on the podcast. Um, also, check out we have a rundown of Rent, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. It's coming to Heinz Hall. We also had a little talk. She's so noisy. If you just heard that jingling, that's the cat. Um, <laughs> she just woke up out of bed. We, um, oh my God, something weird just. Okay, so we had a, um, let's see here. Oh, and uh, we did a rundown of Pittsburgh Public Theater's next season. So we have that going on on the website now. And St. Patrick's Day, a full rundown of the parade. Um, an interview with Primitive Man, which is a heavy metal band who is making a appearance here in Pittsburgh at the end of the month. Um, and... That's about it. I hope you're tuning in to or checking out the blog and seeing what we've been up to. What's going on on Bold Sports? Um, Instead of Dead Air. Bold, there's a lot going on in Bold Sports. Uh, today started, tomorrow at 4 o'clock actually starts NFL Free Agency. Oh, Jesus. Um, but my phone has been going off for two days now of... Some pretty big names that are going places. The Steelers are going to lose a couple guys. They're releasing uh, longtime secondary William Gay. Uh, oh, no more. So no William more Gay actually, William Gay actually, is, uh, two things he has records for. He has the most interceptions uh, by defensive back for Steelers. Uh-huh. He also has uh, he has the the longest career, the most career starts. Of anyway, even the year he wasn't with the so Steelers. So you're thinking the Steelers games. are going to release him? Steelers are going to release William Gay. They're also going to release Mike Mitchell, 
Um, they're freeing some room up underneath the salary cap because they got to get some money to try to sign Le'Veon Bell. They're restructured. Some of the guys are restructuring their contracts. Antonio Brown restructured his. He's going to get more upfront money, so it doesn't count against the cap. Um, that it feels have. very sad at this moment. I like uh, I like gay. Alejandro Villanueva is gonna re- <gasps> he's gonna restructure. Okay, thank he's God. He's restructuring. You're making me itchy there. Um, how Remember about- how I said earlier? I did make a joke earlier today that 90 percent of the Steelers are cute. He's one of the ones that are cute. And then you also have <laughs> oh yeah. And then you also have um, uh, the Wizard of Boz, Chris uh, yeah, Boswell. I know. So he's a he's a restricted free agent. So his his uh, tender is two point. Two point nine million, which is a lot for a kicker. Okay. Um, if another team wants to offer him more than two point nine million, and they accept it, they have to give the Steelers a second round draft pick. Okay. So the Steelers put out there that we're going to give him two point nine million. If another team comes over and says, "Hey, we'll take him for two point nine or million or more," they have to give the Steelers a second round draft pick. Oh, okay. So there's a chance, there's a slim chance that we could lose Boswell. Uh, uh, uh. I'm hyperventilating. Okay, that's enough sports talk because you're giving me convulsions. Actually, you're gonna tell me that Sid the kid is getting transferred. Sid the kid's not going anywhere. <laughs> okay, well then. Stop. I mean, I mean, stop. I mean, you're I mean, making me nervous. The thing, the thing with the hockey guys and Crosby, if he will never play in another uniform ever. I mean, he could be the guy on the team and have like North Hills High School around him. Mm-hmm. He's never leaving anywhere. Okay. So yeah. I'm feeling a little nervous about some of the Steelers trading off some of these friends. We came so close last year. So close. So close. We need to be careful on what we do. We have that in there for later, so I'll leave that for later. <laughs> All right. Well, we are going to dive right into what are we drinking? Okay, so we're at our local um, six-pack shop, Brews Brothers, over here in Mount Lebanon. And we, we were like, okay, we need local. And we honestly always go for something. Uh, yes, we picked up the uh, Hopism is out right now. Um, which I might be having that before the end of this show is over. Which well, is by Full Pint. I'm, oh my God, am I losing my brain tonight? I apologize, Sean and the boys. Yes. Um, by full pint, we, but we decided to go a little north. So here's the deal. One of the goals I have for this summer is to travel a little bit more and to do some day trips and do some hiking and some exploring, but keep it within the state or Ohio or Virginia. You know, West I want us to do a little bit more traveling. So one of the places I have on the map this year to go is Dubois. Because here's the reason. There's a excellent big reason camping, to go to excellent camping is nearby. Okay, but um, they're starting to have breweries there. They also have distilleries and distilleries. Faber is from Dubois. Yeah, which... so Faber, which is a huge part of the Pittsburgh scene right now, is from Dubois. You go to a lot of the top end restaurants, and I'm not saying top end restaurants, but the newer, uh, locally sourced, trendier restaurants. Faber is a well vodka and gin mm-hmm. um, in a lot of those establishments. So this is Doc G's Brewing Company in Dubois, Pennsylvania. Um, Amanda picked this brew. She's going to speak all about it. I'm going to sit back and enjoy it. No, I'm not because you pulled it up. I, I just, I, I didn't, I, there's more on the can than I can find on the list. Okay, internet. so 
This is called flapjacks. So there's two versions of flapjacks. There is the nar- the regular va- version, and this is um, the whiskey barrel-aged flapjacks. It is a Russian imperial stout brewed with coffee and maple syrup. It is 11% ABV. Um, like I said, Dubois, Pennsylvania, in a can. Um, I love their logo. That, I think, is what attracted me, is it's a skeleton holding a beer. And then a stack of pancakes was the actual, like, label. And we all know how I feel about pancakes. Um, you got some pancakes this morning. Beer for breakfast? Question mark. Sure, why not? Oats, coffee, and maple syrup come together to make this delicious stout the most important part of your balanced breakfast. Well, maybe not. But it's never too early for flapjacks. Um, it's delicious. It is. So why don't you talk a little bit about the taste? Because I'm going to take another sip. So instantly on the nose. I get stout. I get nothing but stout and chocolate. Yeah, that's what it is. So your your Russian Imperial Stout Mm -hmm. is going to be big, black, bold, roasty, malty, smoky, flavorful. Which you're gonna gonna get that, which is you can tell Amanda picked this because what's my favorite? Stouts. Stouts. (laughs) Who's a Guinness girl on a Friday night? This girl. So, um, I love the smell of it. This I could drink like literally all night long. No, you couldn't. It's eleven percent. Um, okay, I lied. Like I could have like four, and then I'd be a woo girl for the rest of the night. So whenever you get that instant <laughs> taste, that instant flavor, you're gonna get that maltiness and the roastiness right on there. And since this is the barrel aged version, um, you get a little Which, smokiness. I don't usually like the barrel aged, but this I like. You get a little smokiness and the woodiness, mm-hmm. but you get that whiskey on the backside. I do, and I um, don't. And it's light. It's very light. Uh, Perhaps because, the oats is covering it. Right. I mean, there there's a lot to do that, and then the maple syrup gives it that sweetness to it. Mm-hmm. There's a nice sweetness in the middle. Um, nice brew, uh, you know, eleven percent ABV again. Not a drink all nighter. Drink uh, one or two, and then switch to something else. Yes, uh, I want to eat this with chocolate though. Oh, this would be great with chocolate, and obviously. There is this whole circuit of breakfast beers, the breakfast stouts. I mean, Dogfish makes one beer for breakfast. Um, there's the breakfast stout from Founders, the regular breakfast stout, and then you get into the KBS, the, the Kentucky breakfast stout, and then the CBS, the Canadian breakfast stout. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it's there's the whole breakfast beer going, and, and also the whole phenomenon with shower beers, uh, which are awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're never too classy for a shower beer. I don't care who you are. Uh, so it does look like Doc G's is only open on the weekends. Um, they do have food, um, but their menu is not updated on their website. And they have some merchandise, like cans, growlers. They have a pub card. They have T-shirts. Um, Those T-shirts look cool. Yeah, the T-shirts are pretty badass. So if you listen to this in the end and you want to send us a t-shirt, we will gladly Instagram the shit out of that because it is beautiful. Um, I'm really all about traveling up there to go and Dude, see boys, this Dude, boys, like place. a two-hour ride. Just go up 28 and yeah, keep going. Yeah, I mean, like, this isn't that far off the road here. We're going we're gonna to Google it here and see how far we are from it. Um so, anyways, like, I am liking this beer a lot. What do you think? I do like it. Uh, it needs to warm up a little bit. I think we had a little too cold, but... 
See, I like it cold. I don't like my stouts even warm. Two hours and seven minutes. Yeah, get on 28 and keep going. Pretty much. That's what it says. 28 until you hit route 80. <laughs> and then get back off again. Um, It's literally right off the highway in Dubois. Like, oh my God, is it seriously like you get on 219 and make like two turns. So seriously, like, or you can get off. Oh, or you pass it if you take 219 up to 80 through Monroeville. So you can absolutely... Take it both ways. It's obviously longer if you go um, through Monroeville or through uh, Mercer. So anyways, so that is what we're drinking tonight. Check it out. You can find it at local brewery, uh, local six-pack shops. Like I said, we found it at um, Brews Brothers. Keep an eye out for it. Or if you want to plan a little getaway, Dubois happens to be happening right now. Definitely is. Um, also, keep in mind that you can always do a nice little loop and loop back up to Erie and how full of breweries is Erie right now. Um, also, on the way there would be Voodoo, right? Because you'd have to... Voodoo's, if you took that Voodoo's way... Need, if though. you took that way up 79 and across 80, stop in Voodoo and have some beers, too. So you could do, like, this whole little beer trip up there, you know? So, anyways... Where to eat? Where are we eating? I don't know what you're doing. You're over there looking at fo- basketball stuff. I am. You, you, we're talking. You picked where to eat. I'm, I'm trying to figure something out while you talk about eating. Oh my god! Save it for your podcast. Bunzinga. <laughs> All right, so folks, so, so today I was doing a little bit of research on oyster bars here in the city of Pittsburgh. I was working on a project. Actually, on a piece for Visit Pittsburgh. Um, And I was like, huh, I never knew that there were so many oyster places in Pittsburgh. But then there was this one that really caught my attention. And it was Muddy Waters in Shadyside. So it's been open for a, a year or two now. I'm question marking. But their menu was, oh my God. And I just need to talk about... The Lobster Eggs Benedict for brunch. Can we just discuss that? Just saying those words. Lobster Eggs Benedict. My mouth is watering right now. See, I'm, I'm not like, an oh Eggs Benedict fan. I have an issue with, like, uh, no. I have an issue with, with the uh, first egg. And I, and you have an issue with hollandaise a, sauce. And I'm not a big hollandaise sauce either. I um just love Eggs Benedict, and I love... Lobster, so I feel like this would be the best combination for me, like ever. And um, so they are in, they weren't in Shadyside. I'm sorry, they're in East Liberty, but they're kind of in that they're, weird. They're, part they're well, they're they're center center in Highland. Yeah, so literally, if you walk another block, it's Shadyside. Yeah, like seriously. Yeah, if you walk seriously, I I that's why I get confused on where it is. Um, (laughs) it is in East Liberty though, but their menu, oh my god! So supper included things like, um, a classic po' boy, an alligator po' boy, a um, a Dalil chunky burger with two patties, fried green tomatoes, American. Bacon, sunny side up egg, chili mayo, iceberg, and pickle. Oh my god, right? Can you believe it? Um, a Louisiana lobster roll. This is very, very New Orleans. It is like I'm, is. I'm, I'm getting a lot of New Orleans from this menu. 
Um, but they're oysters. Not only can you pick and choose what type of oysters they have, and they do have like a complete like oyster menu. You can also get a um, grilled oyster. So they actually take it out and grill it for you instead of it being in the um, thing. So it's, it's, grilled, grilled, it's, it's typically oyster. grilled in the shell. So garlic butter, Parmesan, and chili flakes with it too. Oysters Rockefeller, fried green tomatoes, an iceberg wedge. Those are the small plates and bar snacks. Um, large plates, we're talking things like seafood gumbo. Hot chicken, blackened salmon, steak frites, barbecued shrimp, and grits. So, and their oyster menu is, like, huge, where they talk about things like East and West Coast. So, they have one, two, three, four. They've got about ten different oysters from Emerald Cove West Coast to Spring Spring Creek East Coast. But then you can do seafood towers, which I was totally enamored with these. Yeah, seafood towers are awesome because you get a little <laughs> mix and match. They can get a little pricey at yeah, times. Yeah, like their extra, extra large is $200. It is 32 oysters, 3 lobster tails, 12 shrimp, 6 Jonah crab claws, and 2 tuna poke for $200. That's uh, yeah, like... That's where you get like you you have like you get four, like five of you to four go. people or four or five of you to go yeah um, chef's choice dozen you can do a chef all east coast for thirty two dollars east and west tasting of chef's dozen is like thirty six Oscar's Moscow and Oscar shooters they can kind of come with some sauce and stuff so that's really kind of cool I've never been there I don't know anything about the place. Um, they do have events like brunch and they have live music. Um, yeah. It just is really good. They have also a cocktail menu, which we're talking an extensive wine and bubbles one. And their cocktails are like, oh, it's all New Orleans too. So you've got a French Quarter Spiz, a Louisiana Moon. A sage advice. <laughs> and then you're talking their beer list includes things like East End Big Hop, Anderson Valley, um, Blood Orange, um, Gose, Guinness, Magic Hat, Stella, um, Modelo's, um, Trogues Hop Knife, Left Hand Milk Stout. So you've got a whole bunch, the Voodoo Rangers there. So you've got a good mix of a good timeout, basically. Yes. So, what do you think? You've never been there, right? I've never been. I've walked past it. I've walked past it. I've never been. Uh, it looks like it'd be quite awesome and delicious. I, um, yeah, I guess they've only been open about a year. I don't know. Their website was built in 2017. So, I imagine that they've only been open that short amount of time. But um, it looks delicious. I am quite happy. Uh, I, I want to try it. Um, I... <laughs> I'm one of the rare people who, I don't know, I've just never been. I'm a, I like West Coast oysters more like East Coast oysters. The West Coast oysters a little creamier, have a little more um, uh, like apples and pear fruits taste to them. Uh, they're not as briny and salty. Uh, your so East Coast I lied. Oyster... They've been open since December 16th of 2015. 
Wow. That's when they opened. But literally, like, I've never even heard about them until today. I've knew not known about them for a while. We just the thing is, is folks. <laughs> we is never go to the East End. We, we we do and we don't. When we go, we go for a specific reason. We don't like have a walk around Bay where we should. Um, I uh, the thing is about the oysters is um, you can get some. You can go really crazy um, on oysters. I mean, they're not inexpensive. But if you get three or four of you to go out, then it's not so bad. Well, no, well, no it depends on what you're going to eat. Like, I mean, if you're going to eat a half a dozen oysters. I just want those lobster eggs benedict. At $3 a piece. I mean, That's all I want. You know, three, time, three times six, 18 bucks a half dozen. I know. I know. They're tasty and delicious, though. Yeah, I have been eating them a lot lately. And you know they're an aphrodisiac, right? They are an aphrodisiac. So people do they make getting, you Randy? Uh, they don't make me Randy. Do they make you Randy? I don't know. I haven't eaten enough of them in a while to try. <laughs> it's not like you can eat one. I think you gotta eat a handful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> could you imagine if you just ate one and then all of a sudden it was like Viagra? <laughs> oh, dude, that'd be awesome. If you could have like one and then like bar, 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 bar. that'd be awesome. If you have an erection for over four hours due to oysters, please see a doctor. Shit, I ain't consulting the doctor. I'm calling everyone I know. <laughs> All right, folks. Oh, where are we going to go drink this week? Okay, so it is the, it is either the dreaded or much celebrated St. Patrick's Day weekend. So, where to drink this where, week? Where this is really, depends. really hard. If you were me, you would stay home underneath the covers with a bottle of wine. See, I mean, I like going out and about on the whole St. Patty's Day and having fun. It just gets spoiled by those groups of randomness that are like, Oh, it's St. Patty's Day. Let's get hammered. Like, you can get hammered on Tuesday. I mean, it doesn't really... <laughs> I mean, just because it's St. Patty's Day is not a reason to get hammered. It's a reason to go out and enjoy. Go to the parade. Go hang out. Have a couple beers. You know, have some whiskey. Start off at your favorite local spot that does kegs and eggs because everybody needs to have eggs, sausage, um, scotch eggs, and beer at 8 a.m. in the morning on Saturday. Why mm-hmm. not? Um, which the place I like to go for kegs and eggs is Jameson's in Dormont. Um, also, it, you know, for me, I would probably just stay at Jamo's all day because they're going to have just stuff going on all day at Jameson's. Um, we, uh, we really liked going up there for their food. Their food's awesome. Um, <gasps> bacon sticks. Oh. Bacon sticks. Uh, that bossy burger. Mm. I, I, I love that bossy burger. Their wings. The wings are delicious. Mm. Uh, don't forget about the pizzas. The pizzas are tasty as well. Um, you know, he's going to have so many different things going on up there. Um, Howie D. Mack. He's a local comedian. He is also with, uh, does um, a Saturday morning show on the River's Edge with Brian Crawford. Um, that is uh, hilarious if you ever get a chance to watch it. The other gentleman that's on there with, what the hell is his name? Um, I can't think right now the other guy's name. He's also a comedian as well. Um, it'll come to me eventually. Um the, they're calling him the chubby chocolate leprechaun. Oh, yeah. That's how he did. Uh, oh, my God. That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be DJs and just eat and drink and food all day long. Um, 
You know, I, you know, get out and about, enjoy it. I would personally stay away from the south side. I'd also personally stay away from like, you know, the North Shore. Really? I mean, okay, okay. I would definitely stay away from McFadden's. <laughs> yeah, I think like the worst place is going to be obviously Southside. McFadden's is going to be bad, and I think parts of Oakland are going to be bad. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, probably. Well, keep in mind that everybody's. Pretty- and our version of bad is not the same as twenty-year-old version of bad. Just remember that. Yeah, I mean, keep in mind that Southside, everybody's going to be pretty much wrecked. They're going to be wrapping that stuff up. Southside will probably be quiet that night. Everybody will be hammered by then. Yeah. Um, oh, bearded, the, few... the bearded bastard, bastard bearded Irishmen are playing at the Rex at 10 o'clock. And they usually play down there every every uh, St. Paddy's yeah. Day parade day. And I've I've heard that their shows are very calm and quiet. Um, or not calm and quiet, but not as packed as normal because too many people are too wrecked to go. <laughs> And they're already home sleeping. I, yeah, I forget a few years ago, I think I, I ended up in Southside for some bizarre reason on St. Patrick's Day. And I was like, oh God, this is going to be bad. This is going to be really, really bad. And then it was nothing because everybody had already been home and passed out by like 10 o'clock. So I don't know. I'm, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, I'm not a, you know, I, like I said, Matt and I have talked, we get on the parade and yeah, and when I was in college, I did the whole parade thing. And when and, I was well, in college, but, you could go drink in Market, but Market Square, Square. And yeah, so we would, you know, go and watch the parade and then drink in Market Square and then do whatever. Market Square, but, I, I mean, think I they're still going to have stuff going on. It's family friendly. But now. it's all family friendly. And I don't think they allow you to take booze they do out not. into the square. They do not. All that. Like so they used all, to. Yeah. There will be bands down there and some other stuff. There's the scoop on that. See, the thing, is, though, see, the thing is, though, is, is I feel that, you know, St. Patty's Day is really not a family friendly, you know, Well, we holiday. are the second biggest parade next to Boston. Yeah. And then do you know who's third? Chicago? No. Who? Savannah, Georgia. Woo-wee. Woo. Yeah. It's like Boston, Pittsburgh, Savannah, New York, and Chicago. Wow. Yeah. I knew Chicago had to be in there somewhere because they dye their river green. Oh, yeah. They dye that whole river green. Our, green. our rivers are already green and brown, so we don't have to dye <laughs> shit. <laughs> That's wrong. It is not wrong. It's the truth. Have you ever flown a helicopter over our, our city? Our rivers are green and brown. Well, currently they are. Yeah, pretty much. They'll always be green and brown. They're not green. <laughs> the, the Allegheny is not green. It's green enough. It's got a shale base. The Mon has a mud base. That's why the color contrast when you're on Mount Washington, when they merge at the point, that's why there's two different colors. You know. So what's the Ohio then? I'm not sure what the Ohio actually is. Uh, I want to say it's a shale base. Because um, it seems to be the same color as the Allegheny. Yeah. We are I mean, really getting off topic here. Yeah, we are getting off but topic. But this is some fun Pittsburgh trivia for you. Fun Pittsburgh trivia. As you're standing by Mount Washington, showing all your friends around, being like... This is why it's two different colors. Why is the mon brown? Is it because of all the shit in it? No. no. It's because of the shale. No, it's a mud base. It's mud base versus shale. Versus the shale bed. Correct. Which I don't understand that. Oh, well, I guess some geologist has to explain it to me. 
Let me call. Let me call Mr. Downs. He will totally explain. No, 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 no. All right, all right, folks. We're gonna take a short break here, and then we'll be back with what to do this weekend and the next weekend. What to do this weekend is going to involve St. Patty's Day. Did you? We're going through all our events, and there's literally every single one. St. Patrick's Patrick's Day Day stuff. All right, so hang tight. We'll be right back. Do you like professional wrestling? Want your discussions? No holds barred. Check out WrestlingMayhemShow.com for all the wrestling podcast flavor you can handle. All right, and we are back. I had to take a little musical interlude there and do the robot during the... During uh, it yeah, it was... Uh, yeah, I'm over here rolling my eyes still. <laughs> we really should record this live some nights oh, and just Jesus. do Facebook Live so people yeah. could see our antics on, on Facebook. What, just like set your phone up on a tripod across from us and just yeah, be like... So be like, hi! You can watch me, like, probably, I don't know, let's, you know. Yeah, pick your nose. <laughs> Scratch my hair. Move your boobs around. I know, I constantly am adjusting. It's cause I'm, I'm sitting over here just roll my eyes, like, really, babe? I hate you. Why are you so mean to me? They can see our cat walk across the, you know. <laughs> jingle, jingle, jingle. Jingle, jingle. <laughs> Miss Stella just This is why we don't floor. record in a studio. Um, yeah. All right. So what to do this week? You found this first one. Good Fridays at the Andy Warhol. So what's going on at the Andy Warhol? Uh, so Fridays in March at the Andy Warhol. Let me pull it up here right quick. Boom. Where are you? Of course, I found it instantly whenever I'm looking for this, and now I can't find it at all. Um, <laughs> uh, so stuck. Andy Warhol is going to be from 5 p.m. till 10 p.m. It's going to be a social gathering. They're going to have a cocktail area, discounted rates going to the museum, uh, and so forth, um, and whatnot. It's going to be a, basically a nice social networking um, events and get to go to the museum, you know, half off, uh, of cocktails. I think there's food as well, past apps and stuff. Um, it is a, um, it purchase everything there. It's not like a one ticket covers everything. So you can go and not drink. Mm. Um, it is going to be a, ca- it is cash bar. Of course, now I can't find the event page, right? You know, cause that's how it is with me. Hey, I found this really awesome thing. Now I can't find it again. I'm a jag. But yeah, no, Andy Warhol, you, y'all know, we have we went down there not too long ago, right? We, we, when, when did we get down? It was uh, a couple months ago. We went down yeah. for an afternoon, enjoyed an afternoon down there, um, hung out, checked everything out. The, uh, you know, the exhibits are always changing. Oh, excuse me. Uh, but was it once a month or every six weeks, there's a, a new exhibit that goes in there? Yes. Huh, it doesn't say. I don't think it was on their website. I think it was on this one called First Fridays. Yes. Culture After Hours. So here we go. Um, oh, you found it. I can't. I really didn't. Their thing is not up to date. Um, And this says June. <laughs> so their website's not really up to date. But the Andy Warhol, yeah, it's not up to date. I can't ever, I can't really find any information on either. We're fired. But I, <laughs> I'm just remembering what I read. So. I don't even know where you read it at. Um, cause I don't even see it on mine. 
um, things. So we'll just move on. So Good Fridays. Oh, I said First Fridays. That's what I was looking for. Okay, so Good Friday. Good Fridays. Good Fridays at the Andy Warhol Museum. You know, I mean, Warhol's a good spot. I mean, right down the North Shore. Uh, lots going on. You can go over and have a nice dinner at the Foundry afterwards mm-hmm. and so forth. Uh, you can hit Southern Tier. Um, I'm waiting for Rocky Patel to open up, seriously. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, so am I. To go, you know, have a nice little cigar and cocktail and food. Enjoy. You know. Um... So I don't see anything about the more current ones. The Good Fridays that I are coming across are from last year. Anyways, also happening this weekend, March 17th, now is Quantum Spirits grand opening. So Quantum Spirits is a new distillery opening up in Carnegie. Um, This is coming on the wake of the big fire in Carnegie. So get down there, support the town as it helps rebuild certain areas of it. Um, This is Quantum Spirits, 230 East Main Street. Um, And Quantum Spirits will officially open their doors with a ribbon-cutting ceremony at 9.30 a.m., followed by a day of St. Patrick's Day-themed cocktails and food from Two Brothers Barbecue. In addition, all in attendance will be able to autograph the barrel that will house Quantum's first rye whiskey. So, yeah, this is kind of big. I mean, that's really good. Uh, We need another distillery. uh, We need, (laughs) we need more distilleries. And also with Quantum, uh, I did some research on them. They're kind of like geeky scientists that they are that are that are now applying their their geeky scientific. Knowledge to booze. They absolutely to are. Make, to make it better. Mm-hmm. Um, they absolutely are kind of like um, they're more science end of it than they are the... I'm trying to get to their website. Um, and it's not letting you. Of course it's not. This whole doing this on the fly is bad. Um, so Quantum Spirits, I mean, from what I've researched about them, like I said, there, there's four of them. I think there's a husband and wife and a couple other friends. There's It's a husband uh, and wife owned distillery. And they have they a couple it. other friends that are with them. Uh, and they're all kind of like, you know, you know, f- not physics nerds or whatnot, but, you know. Mm-hmm. They are, they are harnessing the potential of science and technology to reinvent the way spirits are made. So, a little bit different. Yes, there is four of them. Ryan, Sarah, Brian, and Chris. Um, and, uh, and one of them is called the Resident Mad Scientist. I like that. Um, oh, yeah, they all have A her. PhD and an appetite for all things chemistry to process innovation. So, yes, it's they're going to be a little bit more scientific. Oh, my God, their wells are gorgeous. Um, (laughs) wow. Like it is fancy looking in there. So this is definitely interesting. So yeah, I would suggest checking them out. I don't know. I walked past there a couple weeks ago. Um, and they'll have a tasting room. 
They will have that. But it'll be bottles of spirits for sale. There will be a rye vodka. Um, and that's it so far to start, I guess. So where can you get it? By the bottle is at the Triple Point Tasting Room. By the glass will be at the Pittsburgh Bottle Shop Cafe. Bacon, Needle and Pin, Riley's Poorhouse, South Point Golf Club, Red Fox Winery and Lounge, the Crafty Jackalope, Instruction Ale Works, and All Sports Bar and Grill, so which is a lot of Carnegie so and a lot of Bridgeville. Blanketed Carnegie, Heidelberg, and Bridgeville. Pretty much. Which is right in that little so, Route 50 window. Right um, in that little Route 50 corridor. Yeah. So, like I said, they are opening this Saturday, the 17th. So, definitely, if you want to head on down and check out a new distillery, new vodka distillery, and I guess eventually rye whiskey. And gin. They're going to be doing a lot They'll of They'll probably be doing stuff. some different They're stuff. Doing but a that's lot it for now. Stuff. And also, it's St. Patrick's Day. It is St. Patrick's Day. We knew we were going to mention this because it's really everything is in Kegs and eggs. Drink everywhere. Go to the parade. Have fun with your friends and family. Uber home. Uber, Lyft. Take oh, the team. Oh, God. Take Please the bus. take a lift home. Uh, don't drive. Or if you are. And you know what? Don't drive. go on the trolley either. Just take Lyft. Yeah, My God. The, sometimes go on the trolley if you're sober. <laughs> and watch the madness ensue. Oh yeah, it's great. If I could just sit downtown and try ride the tolly from first Ave to North Shore back and forth that day, I'll be a happy girl. That's yeah. with like a bucket of popcorn. Anyways, right. so St. Patrick's Day everywhere this Saturday. Um, I won't be anywhere. I'll be at work. You have to work, and I will be. Actually, I have to work until I think nine thirty, and then I think I'll just be home and. Best thing about That's being a bartender, it. whenever St. Patty's Day falls on a Saturday, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you don't get that off. <laughs> I'm patting his back right now in sympathy. Also mm. this weekend, you've only got two Fridays left. Fish fries. Fish fries. Get to your local church and VFW, or fire hall. Fire hall, VFW. Get those to, fish sandwiches hall. in. Whatever the fish Eat sandwiches them up. are. Awesome. Uh, Amanda and I stress our favorites are St. Anne's and Castle Shannon. <laughs> Which I'm kicking myself. I just made dinner plans to go to the Franklin Inn on Friday, and I'm like, I've yet to be doing a fish and there's fry. Assumption in Bellevue. Yes, yeah, so I have two Fridays left and no fish fry on the horizon. So I'm not very happy with myself right now. I work. I made plans I, I don't have time. to I go work. to. I work Friday night. I know, and I should have went without you, and I did not. And so this might be the first year I don't do a fish fry. Ah. I, I'm like kicking myself in the ass right now. Well, another thing going on this weekend is... Um, Start to get your tickets for Heisenberg. So this is already playing now. We are going Thursday night for a press night. Yeah, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, you're going to the theater with me Thursday night. <laughs> we already have our seats reserved. Um, I may not because Thursday night starts March Madness. No, you've already agreed. You already agreed to go to the theater with me. We'll see. Oh my god, now it's going to be a domestic dispute over this. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I was... He promised. Uh, you know, so Heisenberg is playing Pittsburgh Public Theater for the next month, correct? Yes, and this is um basically a story of a young woman who falls in love with a much older man. And their very interesting relationship spawned from it. So, it should be interesting. 
to watch. And of course, also get your tickets now for rent. It'll only be in town one weekend. And they are doing this insane thing I just saw on the news. So you could get tickets for the first three rows all four nights. But you have to be in line for it. And they'll be only $25. And there's only so many tickets per show. That'll whatever. be in those and first three And they're only releasing like two hours before. Yeah. Um, so good luck with that. May God be with you. The other thing that's going on is Thursday and Saturday at PPG Oh, yeah, we Arena. skipped over that one because I really am done with it. Yeah. She's, Already. She's really done Already with it. Already I'm done with it. Now you made me mad about it. So Thursday and Saturday, PPG Paints Arena is uh, Pittsburgh is hosts is a host city for the uh, 64 and tournament for the NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament. Um so there's, there's three sessions. Thursday, there is two sessions. Session one is going to be Rhode Island versus Oklahoma, and then Duke versus Iona. Um, those are the afternoon sessions. Then the evening session, you have Villanova versus Radford and Virginia Tech versus Alabama. Now, the only thing I know is Villanova is the number one seed, and Duke is a number two seed. Um, I'm not sure about uh, Virginia Tech at all. Um, and they're playing Alabama, so Alabama's going to be in town. And then, of course, Saturday uh, is session three, so that'll have that'll have the winners of their respective games playing uh, the uh, uh, each other. So, like with the Duke Iona game uh, and then the Oklahoma Rhode Island game, the winners of those two play each other. So you'll have uh, that going on, and also with the Villanova. Uh, Rad game and a Virginia Tech Alabama game. The winner of those two games will play each other on Saturday to be in round two, and that'll set up that'll set the Sweet Sixteen. Um, after that, so definitely if you're a college, but we got some good schools coming into uh, Pittsburgh this year for Don't it. Care. Villanova, of mad. course. Villanova won it, won the whole damn tournament last year. Um, <laughs> You know they were champions. They're they're out of. I'm getting nudged because I'm not. They're they're caring. out they're out of Philadelphia. Um, Philadelphia. Yeah, and then you got Duke, which in college basketball greatness there is Duke and Coach K. Okay. Um. So. Guess what I just found. Would you? Are you just finished find? talking about basketball? Okay. I Pittsburgh can be, does not have a basketball team. I can be finished talking about basketball because I haven't. The Tune sports, into bold sports. Turn into bold sports where we're going to talk a lot about basketball and we're going to have our brackets. So this just as I was scrolling food through Facebook, um, while you were talking about basketball that Pittsburgh doesn't have, um, so there's going to be the world's largest potato is making its debut at the Pittsburgh St. Patrick's Day Parade. So this is a promotional, like, 18-wheeler truck called the Big Idaho Potato Truck, which holds a six-ton potato sculpture, and it will be at the parade. So nothing says Ireland like a potato, says, uh, uh, said this uh, guy, oh, the Pittsburgh Parade Chairman, Mac McCafferty. Um, after proclamation on the at the Pittsburgh City Council, um, twelve cities applied, and they decided to come to Pittsburgh. So, out of twelve cities, including New York, Chicago, and Boston, this ginormous potato is coming to Pittsburgh. Uh, I'm offended right now. That's fucking racist. <laughs> How is a potato racist? The uh, the potato famine. Come on. 
What really, the fuck are really, you talking no. about? Honestly, Irish people like us don't get offended by shit. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, th- cool. I Bring like, the world's how can largest you be potato. Offended over an Idaho potato? What is wrong with you? I'm not. I'm not really. I was just. So seriously, go to the parade to see an 18-wheeler carrying a 6-ton or 12-ton sculpture of a potato. That's awesome because, I mean, you know what an Irish seven-course dinner is, right? No, what? Baked potato in a six-pack. Oh, my God. The Irish jokes just keep coming from him, folks. They just keep coming. I tell you what, he's a gem. Anybody on Tinder right now, just remember his face so you can look at it later. Ah! Just I'm not even handsome. on Tinder. Not yet. Not lately. You haven't been, <laughs> which will bring us to her. He said, she said next after the break, which is all about micro cheating. What is this new trend in cheating? We'll be talking about it next. So if you have an event or a beer or a restaurant you'd like us to check out, please make sure you drop us a line. Pass us a private message on any of our social medias or just drop us an email at boldpittsburgh at gmail.com in order for us to come and check it out. All right. So we'll be back after this break when we're going to talk. He said, she said, and remember, it is not safe for work. Let's talk tech. Tech news discussions from the people in the industry right here in Pittsburgh. Online, gadgets, startups, and more. Check it out at awesomecast.net. All right, folks, and we are back. Okay, so it's time for... He said. She said. This is the point in the program, which is if the... If this is your first time tuning in to us, you will be either offended or have a good laugh. Because this is the part in the show where we discuss dating topics. Sex topics, um, sometimes they get a little dirty and raunchy. Sometimes they get a little heart- lighthearted and fun. But in all times, they are seriousness. And if you have a dating disaster or something you want us to talk about on the air, please drop us a line. Um, last week's topic got a little racy. So we're going to tone it down this week and discuss micro-cheating. So I found this article on Apple News because that's the first thing I do is when we have to come up with a he said, she said was um I put into the um into the search bar in Apple News sex and then I look for an article and then I look up dating and then I look for an article. So this comes from bu- the blog Bustle and it is seven signs somebody is micro cheating on you. So I had to go, what the fuck is micro cheating? I know I'm like what's micro cheating? Seriously. So I had to pull up like, is that just In case tip? you I mean... missed it, micro-cheating is the latest dating trend that has been sweeping social media, the internet, and relationships. Micro-cheating is a series of seemingly small actions that it indicates a person is emotionally or physically focused on someone outside of their relationship. You might be engaging in micro-cheating if you are secretly connected with another guy or girl on social media, if you share private jokes, if you downplay a seriousness of your relationship to another guy or girl, or if you enter their name under a code in your phone. That While you may call this emotional cheating, others may call it micro-cheating. In any case, it's not good to be doing this to your significant other. And there are definitely warning signs. So, first of all, let's just have this, like, a little private joke between me and you. Because how did we get reconnected? Facebook. 
So we were micro cheating before we were cheating. <laughs> well, there's that. <laughs> oh, all of a sudden you get to be silent. You're blushing a I'm little, like, sir. So we're the pioneers. We're the pioneers of my. I don't know about that. So I no, don't open up Facebook now. We're seriously talking about this. <laughs> so you may think your birth, your partner's happy birthday post on someone else's Facebook wall was flirty. You could count that as micro cheating. Really? Like who would seriously count? Like, oh, you said happy birthday to Jamie. Oh my god. So these are the warning signs. Are you ready for the warning signs? They're very protective of their cell phone. That's totally you. You are too. I am a little protective of my cell phone. But You're I actually just afraid have, I'm going to break it. That too. Yeah, pretty much so. You catch them smiling and laughing at their phone a lot. This is escalating quickly. <laughs> when you or a friend sees your partner on a dating app. This is escalating quite quickly. I may or may not have gotten a text from a from a friend of mine from high school that said, "Hey, I just saw your boyfriend's picture on Tinder." Yeah, there had to be a long discussion after that. Yeah, he was I'm, like, he was like, I was using it for fun and to scope that my friends were cheating on their significant others, and I'm like, but my friends are now seeing that you're on Tinder, and so they think you're cheating on me. Well, I also have had people tell me, hey, you know Amanda's on Tinder? I'm like, yeah, she was mad at me last night. So she sat there on the Tinder app on the couch and be like, ah, swipe this way. I'm going to swipe that way. <laughs> I was on Tinder for a little bit, but it was more just humorous. That's all I used it for was humor. Um, they talk about their ex and too much. All right. They tell you that you are imagining things. Well, that's every cheating situation. Um, they all get all defensive when you bring it up. And these are all normal cheating situations. They invite you to fewer events with them. No offense, but I quit inviting you to all events with me. Um, <laughs> that's There's it. that. <sighs> um, so seriously, what do you think about this? Uh, as you're flipping through Facebook, yeah, we're yeah, to yeah. Have a as podcast. I'm sitting through Facebook, as as we're having a podcast, totally. Uh, you know, I mean, here's the thing: micro cheating, cheating, whatever. Uh, a guy's eyes in cheating are completely different than a woman's eyes in cheating. Oh, really? Um, Explain. Whether it be micro or anything else like that. Explain. Um, because I said hi to a female, I get the oh, who's that? How do you know her? She used to fuck her. Like, seriously, like, I mean, it, does, it doesn't matter if it's you or if I, it's a previous relationship. Okay, I've for had. the record, due to your large amount of numbers of chicks that you've slept with, like 90% of the population you've slept with. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, you were in 90s, I mean, you were an early uh, 2000s 20-year-old. I mean, come on now. The first decade of the 2000s is equivalent to the to the um, casual sex era of the 80s. I mean, really? No, not really. Just you. You were a slut. <laughs> Look at that face. Oh, my God. He looks like he's going to punch me. <laughs> no, I'm, I, I have no room to talk. I was club hopping, too. I had a couple one-night stands in college. No big deal. Um, not as much as you, but you know, 
Really? You're just making me look like I, I was just like a male whore. Were you? I mean, look, just because I have 38 states and 25 countries under my belt does not mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> Literally under his belt, folks. This is why I gag myself to sleep every time he wants to canoodle. <laughs> Anyways. So, yes, do there are some girls out there that are like, what do you know? Who do you do? What do you do? Da, 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 da. Who's tid blowing up your phone? Oh, you slept with them? Blah, blah, blah. But, yes, but there has been the points where these micro-cheating has grown into more. Well, what's funny, tonight is my phone went off. It was a Facebook DM, and she's like, oh, who's Shane? And, and, and what are you doing with Shane? I'm like, well, it depends on what Shane it was. If it was this Shane, it could be, like, somewhat maybe business-related, if it's a different Shane, I said it was probably, I was like, oh, if it's that Shane, it's a guy I grew up with, and it's probably, like, some, like, message or, like, funny photo. Well, first of all, the fact like, that you're sleeping with another guy is pretty hilarious. And there I'm not sleeping with another guy either. So, <laughs> you know, you're like, oh, who's this? Who's that? And, you know, it comes down to, and it's, you and I. you do it, too, where my phone starts blowing up, you, and you're like, who's texting you so much? Well, most of the time, it's your work bullshit. Yeah, that's true. You know, I'm very busy. All person. I say is, "Hey, babe, is that work or is that or is that something fun for us to do?" And you're like, "It's work." I'm like, "Okay," you know. But no, I've seen other relationships, like me being a bartender, and I've seen things <laughs> like somebody's phone go off, you know, and then instantly, you know, who's that? Ah, oh, it's just so and so. No problem. Oh, how's your drink? It's good. Cool. I'll be right back. I'm gonna go to the bathroom. So, obviously, right there, that's the, uh, I'm just going to go message them back or whatever. Uh-huh. Like, I'm out. Sorry, I'll talk to you later. But this is more like you went back on their Facebook, on their Instagram oh, there's also and yeah, double you, liked yeah, and liked and commented on a picture from a year ago. Oh, yeah. I've, I've totally seen and heard of that where it's like, oh, yeah, uh, I don't know what's up. Do you know this person? Yeah, I do. Well, they just, like, liked all my Instagram photos. I'm like, well, that's cool. No, no, no. I mean, all my Instagram <laughs> photos from like when Instagram started in like 1989. <laughs> Whenever you still posted a picture Pre-internet. on your actual wall, Pre-internet. they came over and put like a check mark next to it with a marker. Like, I mean, Pre-internet. Like I mean, yeah, I mean, there, yeah. There's that's that's just creepy. Yeah, I think this is borderline creepy. To micro cheating is borderline che- creepiness, like. I don't know. Like, I have a bunch of people who I talk to on the regular on Facebook that, like, I always come in on their status and they always come in on mine, but they're mostly homosexual. Like, they're mostly in same-sex relationships, so yeah. I don't see how that could be micro-cheating. Um, I also have a lot of guy friends who text me, like, a lot during the day, but none of them are ever interested. Maybe it's me. You're supposed to yeah, say no. You're no, it's, pretty it's girls. Not you. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not you. I mean, you know, I, I. I just think it's. I just don't know how I feel. I mean, yes, they're crossing the line. Like if there are starting to be emails, and there is starting to be like phone calls and text messages, and they get a little bit racy, then I could start to see it. See, and I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think in my own personal, is there any females that I talk to on a daily basis other than you? Answers, no. Um, 
there... But there are a few on social media that you interact with at least twice a week. Usually. Yeah. There I, are. There are. I, I, like, Connie, she's one of them. She's a friend of mine. You know. We don't have to name names. You're you naming know, names. I mean, we don't have to but, I mean, there's other friends of mine that, yeah, we, we interact on social media and whatnot and so forth. So and, they would consider that, like, what this article is saying is I should consider that micro-cheating. And I'm saying, no, you shouldn't, because it's like... They're a friend of mine. Do I go hang out with but them? But if one of them was in no. your text messages showing you their boobies, then I would consider that cheating. If they were to text me their boobies, I'd be like, oh, wow, boobies. Um, but I mean, you would not consider that cheating? I would not consider that cheating. But I would. See, I mean, somebody wants to show me a picture of their boobs. So if I got a awesome. dick pic, it was okay. I don't know whose dick it was. It's just a random dick. <laughs> Just because it came underneath, like, Paul Rodriguez's name doesn't mean it's Paul Rodriguez's dick. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean. Well, yeah, but still, like, okay, in all honesty, like, if if I was talking to any of the numerous males I talked to on a daily basis, one of them sent me a dick pic, that wouldn't be considered cheating? Depends on which male it was, because certain males in your thing could send you a dick pic and be like, would you think this is sexy or not? Should I go for it or what? Like, what if it was like, I don't know, more than that. Like, hey, I was just thinking of you and it was a picture of their penis. You wouldn't think that's cheating. That's just somebody that's like reaching for strings and whatnot. You are seriously like not a normal human being in relationships. I can't deal with this relationship anymore. You said half my Twitter feed is technically micro Well, that's cheating. because half of your Twitter feed's porn stars. <laughs> hey, you know what? But you don't interact with them. You don't. I do not interact with them. There's one or two that I occasionally like will tweet at or retweet something. but And that's out of my personal account. So, I mean, <laughs> that's not underneath bold. Thank God it's not out of the birth <laughs> We all know that you need a breathalyzer on your phone every once in a while. But I've never talked, so do I. Um, anyways, so micro-cheating. So is this a thing or not a thing? You can let us know. Comment on the show and any of the comments on iTunes. Or um, just give us a rating on iTunes. Rate us a sub there. Um, or tell us what you think. Send us a, send us an email or a tweet or something about what you think about micro-cheating. Do you think it's a thing? Do you think it's even worth batting an eyelash at? Um, let us know. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. The, the Twitter is ridiculous tonight. See, he always is on social media, so I figured this would be the best topic for him. I mean, I mean, he's, I mean he is the worst with, ter- like, it has literally gotten so bad in our relationship with social media that I constantly have to be like, can you put that down for like an hour just to, just to spend time She's with actually me. tweeted me. <laughs> I have. Like, across the room. So he'd stop looking at his phone for five seconds and pay attention to the sentence I had just said. <laughs> Like, he's like, yeah, uh-huh, that sounds like a really good idea. So I'll tweet the same exact question at him, and he'll be like, did you really have to do that? And I'll be like, you didn't answer me. I said yes. The question wasn't yes or no answer. <laughs> well, I figure if I can answer yes to, like, half the shit, I'm pretty much all right. So. No, on the... 
I love you. This is our best relationship ever. I swear to God. I swear to God. God, I'm in a stable relationship. If any of you guys know good um, divorce lord, oh, we're not even married, so fuck this. I don't even need a lawyer. If anybody knows a way for me to get out of here, let me know. Just wait till I go to work. <laughs> Pack my shit and go. Here you go. I'll come home and be like, hey, babe. 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 Why isn't the cat here either? Mm. Oh, no. You'd leave the cat. Probably I'd leave the cat. I, mean, I would I, leave the cat. It would take me probably about 20 minutes to realize some stuff was out of was gone or out of place or something. So what's going to happen that one time that I do decide to, like, not be home while you're home? Do you... So, like, if I don't answer your text for, like, a few hours and you come home and I'm not here, do you go immediately into the bedroom and check my dresser drawers to make sure I didn't take my underwear with me? No. Because that would be probably your first sign is that the dresser drawers were empty. No, that's not, that's not my, no, that's not my go-to. I mean, honestly, If the TV would be in because the television's mine. (laughs) If you came into the living room and the TV and the Apple TV was gone. And, oh, wait, even better. If you walked in in the regular light bulb and you said, hey, Siri, I'm home and the lights didn't turn on, that would be the first sign because I took the light bulbs. There, yeah, there's that. Oh, you don't like this topic about me leaving me, uh, You're do not you? going to leave me, so... <laughs> Are you sure? I mean, I'm 90% sure on it. Ladies, this is coming from a man who won't marry me over a football jersey. <laughs> I'm just teasing. It's we had true. an argument about it months ago, so now we don't even bring it up. It's true. We won't even bring it up because we actually had an argument about it. It's true. Uh- <laughs> I'll go back to your Facebook and go back to your micro-cheating on me. Yeah, see, see I'm, I'm micro-cheating with the whole internet. Just people <laughs> on it. Just the entire Facebook community Steve is micro-cheating on me with. Yeah, not, not even just a particular people on Facebook and Twitter. It's all of all it. All right, this is getting way too long. We're at our hour mark. It's been real, folks. It's been fun. And, and yes, it's been real fun. Um, while you are also just looking for more to listen to, make sure you tune into Bold Sports. Definitely. This week where they talk blah, 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 sports, blah, blah, blah. And... (laughs) We talk NCAA tournament. We're going to talk NFL free agency. The only part I care about is the Penguins. And yes, my tweet today was, or my, your tweet about me today was quite hilarious. So we can actually send this for three minutes. You want to talk about something else about he said, she said. So you didn't get offended at all today about what I said. I said, and I quote, okay, so CBS Sports, KDK is doing all these things on like the, the pirates. new pirates or that are joining us. And I'm like, holy fuck beans. They just hired like 12 gorgeous men. Every single one they have like added to the roster has made me literally salivate. So here's the deal. So I said, and I quote, 90% of the Steelers is gorgeous. Um, like eight, 98% of the Penguins are gorgeous. I was like, the Pirates just need to up their gorgeous game. I'm like, uh, and it's no joke that I used to work at the ballpark. So I honestly, 
used to be okay with watching Cervelli like every five minutes go into pitcher stance catcher, or catcher, catcher stance. stance yeah, yeah. Um, the people I think they traded out weren't the top gorgeous guys. Uh, no offense to Kutch. Um, but just saying, um, the team hasn't been this hot since Grilly. Yeah, so and I mean hot as in hello boys. Yeah, my my, my tweet out today after she this was uh, at Hail Narcissi is so sad that the Pirates have traded away some players, but after the at CBS Pittsburgh report on the new players, she has said nothing but OMG, he is so hot. Look at that beard, and he is sexy, but we still don't know their names. <laughs> <laughs> I um, don't know any of their names. I knew one of them was hit in the face last year. Um, uh, the, he was a player in Texas who got hit in the face with a baseball last year. So that I do know. I remember that part of the newscast. But the rest, I was just like, my God, he's gorgeous. Look at that beard. Like, he's gorgeous. I don't know what to do with him. So you know they're all married. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I'll still be able to. Well, so, you know, so is Flurry. But, you know, that one time we saw him at Social House, we were like, hello, lava. See, there's a reason, like, way back in the uh, early, not late 80s and early 90s, my mom always required to sit in center field so she could look at Andy Vance Lake's rear end. Uh, what am I saying? I worked at right behind home plate. I know. So got to see Cervelli up close every single time I went to work. And then every game that Chris Stewart was pitching and or Cole pitched, I mean Stewart was catching. She's like, no, I have to look at Chris Stewart. But it was also the fact that too, what it, Sean Rodriguez, very cute, but he looks like he could hurt somebody. He looks like he has a Fifty Shades of Grey basement, doesn't he? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I I always think Sean Rodriguez looks like he he could shank somebody in an alley. I also think ninety percent of them have some type of work done because they have to be on TV so much, except for hockey players because they like miss fucking teeth and shit. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what's going on with Phil Kessel's hair lately, but I've just been like, what the fuck? Hockey are you hair. Doing? It's like hockey hair, but he's not like trimming the beard. He's not getting a haircut. He's just looking shaggy. And I'm like Phil. Phil, Phil, Phil. He eats hot dogs like it's his job. Actually, he does not. He recently went on the news and said he does not eat one a day, and his sister has confirmed that he's actually not a, foot, a hot dog fan. Yeah. So believe it's, it or not, it's, Phil it's, does it's, not it's, like hot dogs as much as we think we it's he does. It's a joke. <laughs> it is now a joke. It is a joke, and he runs with it. It's but like, I still don't understand what's going on with his hair and his beard. He's... Phil Kessel is a two-time Stanley Cup champion. It's okay. He can do what he wants. But see, the funny thing is, is the Steelers, I say like 90% of them are gorgeous, but they've also just looked like they walked out of a big, bad, like, pimp movie. Like, some of their suits and stuff are absolutely ridiculous to the point where you're just like, is this a bad 70s movie and I missed it? And also, and pretty much all the athletes for the most, especially hockey players and football players, and the majority Which of the baseball players look the like hockey they just walked out of a gym. Yeah, when the hockey players show up there and cut off shorts and, like, a t-shirt. And, like, the Steelers show up in, like, these suits that are, like, billions of dollars. And then, like, the baseball team, when they show up, I will tell you, Kutch used to wear a nice suit. But, like, Jay Hay, when he leaves the stadium, uh, I will tell you that he's in, like, windbreaker pants and a t-shirt. Most of the guys are after yeah. a game. So, like, no, even before the game. He mm. rides a scooter through the back hallway. Mm. And I'm giving some away, some real secrets now, folks. Anyways, so, 
Yeah. So I was micro-cheating staring at the new student pirates today. There it is. There we go. Amanda got busted micro-cheating, and it's for you all to know, and I just <laughs> found out. No, that really wasn't micro-cheating. I was just simply saying that a uh, pseudo-celebrity that I'll never, ever meet in real life was hot. You actually, was, you contemplate, like, I know, like, wonder if I can go get my job back. <laughs> I don't know if it would be worth standing in the rain to watch them. Like, literally, last year was probably the worst. And the year before that. I mean, you had to stand in the rain. I had to stay late. I had to clean, like, everything. Like, it just probably wasn't worth it, even though they're cute. I may sneak off to a baseball game without you, though. That means that's fine. Because you're boycotting. I know you're boycotting the baseball. I'll game. go to a Pirates game in another city. Which we did talk about that. I mean, we're talking about doing all this traveling this summer. We did talk about going to see like a Cleveland Indians game or something like that. So it may be in the works, folks. You may see us traveling a little bit this summer. Awesome. All right, we are done because we got to get this wrapped up so we can record Bold Sports next. Um, or soon here. You guys have a wonderful weekend. Tell us what you did. Always check us out on Instagram, um, Facebook, and Twitter. And if you have a suggestion for He Said, She Said, please drop us a line. All right. Yins, have a good weekend. Stay safe out there on St. Patty's Day. Oh, yeah. Please take Lyft home. Please do. And all you Lyft drivers, stay safe. And make sure you know your insurance policy for puke in the backseat. Yeah. <laughs> Have a nice weekend, folks. Have a good weekend. Thanks for tuning in to us. Check us out at BoldPGH on Twitter, BoldPittsburgh on Facebook and Instagram, and always at BoldPGH.com. Listen to us always at TheRiversEdgePGH.com or every Wednesday at 9 a.m. at the Rivers Edge Radio Station. Have a great weekend. Thank you.